Hi, I'm Amanda and welcome to Self. On this podcast, I share ideas, experiences and have conversations to explore the self. By developing our own self-awareness, we can better show up for ourselves and those around us so that we can all hopefully live happier and healthier lives. Today's episode is all about fear. I think fear is something that we have all commonly experienced and perhaps at times have been held back by. So today we're going to talk about ways to overcome fear so that it doesn't have to stops you from living your fullest life. So if I were to ask you, what are you afraid of? What are some things that would come to mind for you? You know, I think fear is this very natural emotion that has a purpose. It's meant to keep us safe from danger, um, but is not always rational. And it can sometimes be pretty excessive. I know that I've experienced that. It can sometimes be pretty extreme to it holds us back from reaching particular goals from making certain decisions that might really propel us forward or it might even prevent us from living our lives to the fullest or in the best way that would really align with us and the things that we want to achieve and so fear is something that you know, through many discussions with people, I realize that we all experience to some degree. And whether that's fear of, you know, spiders, fear of heights, fear of deep water, um, or fear of failure, a fear of the unknown, a fear of a loss of security, a fear of what people might think. I think a lot of these fears are pretty common for us and often pretty challenging to move past these fears so that they don't cripple us, overwhelm us and prevent us from making bold choices um, that we really want to lean into and that we want to make and take on opportunities that we'd like to. So this episode is very much about how we can coexist with fear and what steps we can take to overcome fear so that we can feel empowered and make great choices for ourselves so that we can live like truly live our best lives. So for me, the first thing that's important is to identify and to acknowledge fear. Something that I ask myself is when I'm making excuses to not, to not do something, whether it's true or whether there's actually an underlying fear. So I think it's important first to identify and to look at certain excuses that might prevent us from doing something. So let's say when it came to starting this podcast, something I shared in the very first episode was, oh, you know, like maybe I'm too busy. Perhaps I don't have enough time to do this. Well, giving myself an opportunity to examine that, whether that's really true, is it, you know, is it the case 
What if I create space to make some time? What if I um, shuffle some things around so that now I've got more time to dedicate to recording and creating this podcast? If that problem that I've created is dealt with, am I then willing to go ahead with it or is there actually something underneath? And I think when we start looking at various excuses we make and challenge them a little bit, perhaps there's an opportunity to identify an underlying fear. For me with the podcast, this was failing. One of the fears was that no one would listen to it um, and that it would be uh, just, I guess, like a waste of my time. But I think even that was an excuse because the the deeper underlying fear there was, well, if no one if no one finds value in it, then perhaps I'm not valuable. Like that was the meaning. And so that's the second thing is understanding the value that we attach to a particular fear. So if there's a fear of failure, what meaning to failing? Does failing mean that perhaps I can't do anything right? Does failing mean that I'm not valuable? Does failing mean that um, I'm not worthy? You know, so I think there's, there's identifying what the fear is and then there's this layer of going what meaning do I attach to this? Um, one of a f- the fears that I've recognized and seen in myself um, that I've carried around with me pretty much whole life um, is a fear of being cheated on. A part of that fear comes from some wounds and some trauma that I've experienced, but the meaning that I've derived from is that I equate that action to mean that I'm not good enough. Um, you know, our, our fears are often based on some type of negative or irrational belief. It's based on something within a value system we derive. And so, you know, taking that example recognizing that I have this fear, but then recognizing that I had attached a value to it, that I had said that me being cheated on means that ultimately I'm good enough to be loved. I'm not good enough for someone to hang around, that equating someone else's action with a value for me as an individual, that's what I was connecting but recognizing that gave me an opportunity to then work on something. I think a great thing we can do is challenge our own beliefs within ourselves. We can explore their origin. You know, where does this belief come from? Where does this value judgment come from? And then just get curious. So what that can look like is just spending time sitting with the fears, anxieties that come up and then reflecting on their origin, reflecting on this meaning that we derive and where 
comes from. Just exploring that within yourself. I don't even necessarily think that you have to come to a full conclusion and flesh it out and have a full answer to everything. You know, I think this journey of getting to know yourself and becoming more aware of yourself one for you is a long journey ahead and it's okay that we don't always have the answers but it's just creating opportunity to explore some of that and to think about it by doing that we just create space to then decide what what is in fact true you know so coming back to for instance, the podcast and truly being afraid of this failing, um, I could then ask myself if the meaning I'm taking from failure is that I'm not, you know, I'm not good enough, then let's talk about what I actually know and what is true. Well, if the podcast fails and no one listens, well, the only thing that's true there is that no one's listened to it. But it doesn't have to it's not a valuable podcast. It could, you know, there's a lot of things. It could mean that I haven't marketed it well enough. It could mean that it hasn't been uploaded properly. I mean, it can mean a bunch of different things, but the only truth, the only thing, the piece of knowledge that I might have there is a statistic. Meaning that I'm pulling from it is filled with a bunch of other things there. Um, and then going, hold on, is failing a bad thing in itself? Can failure be something? Absolutely. So being able to like challenge myself on that has been an important aspect for me in overcoming and taking adequate steps despite the fear that exists there. And I think when we can understand the meaning we make from it, it makes everything a little bit smaller. I think it brings relief to the fear when we acknowledge that it's there. For me, ignoring anything just gives it time and space to build and it kind of carries this additional momentum in my periphery regardless. I can pretend that it's not there, but it's always going to find a way um, to show up. So Rather than ignoring it, giving it attention, shedding some light on it just gives you an opportunity to understand a bit more. And then for me, the next thing I've done and the next thing that you can do is create opportunities to explore discomfort and to face your fear head on. One of my fears when I started traveling that um, after actually, sorry, I started backpacking and then decided that I wanted to continue traveling and really do this for a lot longer. And one of my fears, of course, was about money. How could I financially sustain this kind of lifestyle? In that was like leaving behind my Um, profession and thinking what skills do I have that would even really allow me to work remotely and I and I was worried like I was really afraid of starting back 
which is like square one. Um, and it was uncomfortable to start exploring and leaning into these fears and going, okay, well, yes, I'm afraid of all of this, but I, I need to face it head on. Um, I think something that can be helpful is to identify specific situations or activities that make you feel afraid and then taking small steps to face them. So I guess face general fears in life, I think, help prepare you for some other greater fears in different spaces of your life. So I'm going to give you an example. For me, I have grown up absolutely terrified of heights and bridges. If you speak to my friends who have been with me on bridges, friends who have been with me in Vietnam trying to cross a bridge, I've bawled my eyes out at the start of a bridge, clinging onto people, eyes closed in order to cross a bridge. I have stood at a train station for 30 minutes build up the courage to force myself to walk across a massive cement pedestrian bridge over a freeway because there were all these cars underneath and it just terrified me. And when I started backpacking, like, I don't want to be afraid of heights anymore. So it was time for me to lean into it and start facing it. Now, if I had gone from that to some extreme level of heights, like climbing the top of a building, I don't know, something like that, um, thrown me into absolute panic and chaos and I would probably still be terrified of heights. What I did instead was create small opportunities to slowly face the fear. So I started doing little cliff jumps into water and that started with like a one meter jump and then I did a few of those. and. Then just jumping off a little cliff into water but I knew that it was still a safe environment so that moved to like three meters and then five meters seven meters eight meters and that slowly built up and over the few months of traveling South America I just found these little cliff jumps to do all over the place Ecuador and did this similar to a bungee jump and it's this uh, body harness and you jump off head first and you kind of come back upwards and swing. And that platform was a hundred meters off the ground. And I remember thinking, am I actually going to do this? But I'd built up slowly by doing all of these other little cliff jumps to the point where I was like, I am terrified, but I want to do this. I also love adrenaline. So I was like, I'm just going to go for this. And I did it. And that was an active Put myself in an extremely uncomfortable situation to face my fears head on. Now, I'm not saying go and do absolutely everything that you're terrified of today to the extreme. What I am suggesting, though, is perhaps you can create and find little ways to put yourself in situations that are uncomfortable where you can be confronted with a particular fear or any other particular fear. It's the same for me. Um, now I still look for higher cliff jumps and now I'm comfortable jumping like 15 to 18 
into water, which if you had told me that seven years ago, there's no way I would have believed you that that was possible for me. Um, But over time, because I've created and found these opportunities to go for it, I've been able to lean into it and do it. And I haven't fully cured myself of my fear of heights. I'm really proud of the progress I've made. And I'm definitely way less afraid of heights and bridges than I was before. And that's been from just slowly over time uh, getting comfortable with it. And and then my has shifted. Um, I've also tried a lot of rock climbing and that's helped as well. And that started with like, you know, if I could only make it halfway up the wall, yeah, that was cool, done. Um, And recently back at home in Perth, I went climbing and I made it to the top of no previously I've been so terrified of making it up. So that was just such a great thing to acknowledge and to see my progress in that. Um, And leaning into that level of discomfort and facing that kind of fear is very different to being completely reckless. Like we don't have to put ourselves in ourselves in completely dangerous situations at all. I think it's about uh, creating something that takes you outside of the comfort zone for sure, but still provides an adequate level of safety where you can trust your environment, trust in yourself. Um, in terms of something like starting a new business, like that can be absolutely terrifying. You don't have to go straight for that and invest all of your life savings. And I mean, you can go for it if that's what you want to do. Um, but if you find yourself being someone who be pretty crippled by fear, then just introducing opportunities for yourself slowly might be a great way to start before you can get to that point and really dive into that and feel confident in it. Um, I think fear of failure is the most common people experience. And embracing that, accepting that failure is a natural part of life and recognizing value in it has been something that's given me um, so much power over the decisions that I've been able to make. So if we can accept that life is sometimes painful and that is a profound teacher, if we can accept that it is painful to fail sometimes and that's okay, you know, that that it can be something extremely valuable. It can be a great learning opportunity for us and that failure is some is just a natural and necessary part of life. Um, something that I've learned is that just experience can sometimes cause an overwhelming fear about something in the future. And while that's the case, it doesn't have to be in control of a future outcome. Acknowledging that fear, understanding what value we might have attached, you know, opportunities of discomfort to face the fear helps us to then accept that fear is natural, that failure is natural but it doesn't have to be something that completely cripples us and jumps into the driver's seat to control a future outcome. 
something didn't work out in the past doesn't mean that something else can't work in the future. So understanding and acknowledging, particularly when it comes to a fear of failure, that it's such a normal part of being um, is helpful, I believe, in being able to overcome the fear, being able to lean into it and to coexist with it. Finally, for me, practicing self-compassion is extremely important in being able to overcome fear. Through teaching freediving is that people get pretty uncomfortable quickly because holding your breath is not really a natural thing to do. It feels counterintuitive. And so when people are confronted with that moment they like go over their breath hold and then they realize like oh I totally could have gone longer or whatever and people get like pretty agitated and frustrated with themselves um and I think in the same way when we find ourselves afraid of things perhaps lose opportunities or we find ourselves crippled by fear and we can't make a decision or we've acted in a way out of fear that we might not be so proud of. It's important to practice compassion and kindness towards yourself. Um, You know, it's, again, all a learning opportunity. It's It's an opportunity for us to build awareness about ourselves more and to understand ourselves better so that we can use that information, decisions that help us align with who we are in the future. I think that fear being so natural and normal to us as individuals can sometimes feel like no one else is thing. You know, I've had a lot of people say to me, oh, like, you're so fearless. And I'm like, no, I am riddled with fear you know they people will sometimes look at the things that I do that are connected with bravery like like freediving or other extreme extreme sports Um, and because I've been able to lean into fear and do things anyway it is seen as if the fear doesn't exist but the reality is fear exists in all of us And when we can recognize that in people, recognize, hey, it's totally okay to be afraid. We can be kinder to ourselves when, you know, when we have those moments where fear may have taken over. And then from there, I think from that place of compassion, love and kindness to ourselves, we can then make decisions and we can make agreements with ourselves and create opportunities to lean into discomfort to help us to overcome fear when it presents itself again. So that's it on fear for today. I would love to hear from you. Have been opportunities that you have perhaps missed out on because you've been afraid um, or if there's a decision that you're making now that you feel really fearful about, I would love to hear about it. Um, and let me know if this has been helpful. 
part of your decision process, decision making process, or if it's been helpful for you to lean into any other fears that you have. Um, as always, I am so grateful for you for listening. If you would like to buy me a tea or a coffee, then you can contribute to my Patreon. The notes. Um, simply by watching, listening, reviewing, subscribing to this podcast, that supports this. So if you can't support financially, then just by doing that, I'm extremely grateful. I, oh, you can follow on Instagram at self double underscore podcast, and you can follow me at Amanda Latran. That's Amanda L-E-T-R-A-N. I release episodes every Thursday and I will see you next week. Bye.